Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of respect for it because there's other teams trying to do it too. But, um, you know, the reality is, or I mean, they're really good at it. I mean, it feels like the quarterback is wearing a bulletproof vest when you look at him. He's got all that padding on. But, uh, you know, whether they get it, we're going to do our best to try to stop it. And, but if the quarterback carries the ball, we got to give him 11 kisses. Why? And just figure out a way to do that. So. Can the Jets shock the world this week and go to 3-3 three and three before the bye? One could only hope. It could be a long shot, but without faith, what do you really have in this life, especially being a Jet fan? It's the Jets Way Podcast. Jake, joined by none other than the producer of the Jets Way Podcast, Mr. John Kaywit. But before we get to John, we have to get to our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy, and you guys know the drill. New customers can use promo code JETSWAY and get their first deposit up to $100 matched. And Underdog Fantasy app, they have you all covered. Daily fantasies, pickums, must be 18 years or older in New York and New Jersey and present. Terms apply. Concern with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-877-HOPE-NY and visit www.ncpgambling.org. Bro, can we do it this week? You know, 0-12, you know, something's got to give at some point, right? I mean, we said that, uh, you know, week three versus the Patriots, too. And, you know, that didn't that didn't come to fruition. But I think it's possible. I've been looking at the injury report. Jalen Carter missed uh, practice today with a little ankle injury. Uh, some people in their secondary um, are, are a little slaves banged up. So, you know, I can see it. Sue look, me. man. Sue me. I bought back in. <laughs> look, if if the Jets are going to do this, they have to get off to a fast start because I got news for you. 17 nothing with this Philly team and the way they run the clock. Like the Eagles, I mean, excuse me, the Chiefs, who the Jets got down 17 to nothing against on Sunday night, they're more of a finesse team. They're not going to control the clock. They're, they don't really stick to basics. They like getting a little too fancy with things. You even saw Mahomes try to push the envelope with some throws there. Philly, they're not going to do that, man. Once they get up, they're going to run the clock out with DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Gainwell, Jalen Hurts, obviously. The Jets have to do a better job of containing this mobile quarterback here this week. That's a team that's not going to blow a lead. So if you're going to just get knock it off the bus if you're the Jets and get off to a slow start, pack up shop. There's no coming back against this Philly team. They need to act like they're down 14 to nothing from the jump because I want to see this playbook be opened up from the start. I want to see throwing on first down. Pat, uh, run, run, pass. It's not going to work this week against this team. Throw on first down. Be aggressive. What do you have to lose? Nobody's expecting you to win this game anyway, so you may as well go down swinging. I don't want to see no, per, you know, this like you know scared and conservative game plan from the jump. No, open it up and let's go get off to a fast start and have a shot in this thing. For sure, yeah, and I think you've seen, especially in the Chiefs game. I think the coaching changes when they're playing at home from when they're playing away. I think Hackett is a little bit more open to kind of, you know, taking some risks at home. I don't know why. That Patriot game was a joke, dude. That game game plan was horrible. The Patriot game, uh, outstanding. I'm kind of, I'm I'm basing kind of my new perspective on Hack and um and Zach Hack and Zach. Look at that. That's a little nickname there. Hackett's done a good job this year. I mean, I don't think people realize the set of circumstances this guy had to deal with this year. No, no, no. I mean, you get, you know, it's we we all know going back to kind of the pickle that we've all been put in up to this point, you know, Zach didn't 
we didn't think he was going to be the starter. So now we're here and he's, he's done pretty decent. Obviously the record doesn't say that because it's not like we're undefeated with him, but in relief and he's been building momentum. And I think last week's win kind of even cements that even more. And I think if you look at the Eagles too, uh, between, you know, what they have coming up next Sunday after they play the Jets, they're playing the Dolphins, um, you know, at home, Sunday night football. So maybe it's a look ahead game. Maybe they're like, yeah, we can roll over the Jets, no problem. But if you look back to the way that the Commanders played them a couple weeks back before they went to um, L.A. last weekend, um, there's some signs of things that the Jets could definitely replicate. I don't I don't see that the Washington Commanders are you know, head and shoulders above what the Jets can do. So I know it's in in division opponent and everyone plays them way differently than, you know, people outside your division. But at the same token, I think if you put a game plan together like that, they have some injury, you know, things that we can kind of, um, you know, latch on to. I mean, if Jalen Carter's not playing for them up the middle, that's a huge bonus for an offensive line that's banged up on the Jets side. And, I mean, I know on your last show you were talking about, you know, obviously AVT going down is tremendously, you know, upsetting. He was doing great once he pivoted over to right tackle. But I will say on that on that run by Brees, it must, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that was... The right uh, was side, that, Tittman. Th- that was Tittman. So, I, I mean, I'm confident. I think there's just confidence building and building. No one expects anybody to the Jets to show up on Sunday and win this game, just like they did the Chiefs, and look at what happened then. So, I mean, they didn't win, but it was definitely a lot closer than we all anticipated. And, so, and just a little bit of note here, I know that on our last show we went over Lyle Collins. The Jets obviously had Collins in for a visit. I have heard from somebody that would know that his medicals are not the best, so I don't think he's coming here. I I would not bank on it. It doesn't sound like uh, Collins is ready to play yet, and mm-hmm. I would just get rid of that dream right now. And look, if he comes here, maybe the medicals aren't as bad as uh, reported, but it doesn't look like Collins is coming here. So get used to Billy Turner and Max Mitchell on the right side until further notice. I know the Jets picked up uh, a guy this week off the practice squad. The name's kind of – I think it's that guy Dennis Kelly who's on the Packers. All those years as a guy that's just had some starts in the NFL. We'll see. There's obviously not an ideal situation with ABT going down, but injuries are a part of the game, dude. Every big, te- every team out there has big injuries throughout the year, and this coaching staff has to be able to overcome them. It's it's quite simple. And this coaching staff, I, look, the coaching staff to me on the offensive side of the ball in particular is doing a fine job. The, go look at the game film, and you could even see it when you're watching the game live. Their guy's open in the red zone. Zach's not finding them. There was Conklin open. There was Alan Lazard who was open for a wide open touchdown. Zach's got to find these guys in the red zone. I think that the red zone issues are more to do with the quarterback than it is the coaching staff because it's just not getting executed. It's clearly there and it's not being executed with the players. You can't get on Nathaniel Hackett and company. What I could get on the coaching staff for is, bro, this, this team is so horrifically managed in game. It's not even funny. I have no idea what they're doing half the time with these decisions. And we talked about it on the last podcast. Why is it that when Brees Hall ran that that 72-yard touchdown run, we're not going for two to make this a a three-point game? 
Why you? What's the downside of going for two? I don't want to hear this crap about not wanting to chase points. We need to be playing aggressive, all right? Two points is what we should have been doing there, but we didn't do it. And also, dude, it, again, with the penalties in, in the beginning of the games here, 13 men on the field they had. What team has 13 men on a field? To me, that's a clear lack of discipline on the team. Again, a stupid personal foul penalty by C.J. Mosley. And even the coach is talking about it this week. Oh, we got to give him 11 kisses. That ain't good, coach. We don't want to do that because the, the refs are going to throw a flag if we're giving him a kiss that's <laughs> too hard. So the coaching on this team, to me, is a big concern. And with these injuries, especially to ABT, they have to be able to overcome it, bro. This is not an excuse of, oh, ABT got hurt, so it's fine if the offensive line goes to complete crap. No, like a good coaching staff is going to figure it out. So let's see what they're made of. Yeah, for certain. And, I mean, I think it was a funny funny stat that, you know, I think a lot of us as Jets fans, we we always see these big penalties that are kind of momentum swinging. But Jets one of the lowest penalized teams in the league through the this first season. two weeks, For, the first two weeks more so, and the and yes. the, well the, against New England there was no flags thrown that day exactly. I think on the Jets, and and there are some questionable ones that didn't get thrown. It's the so, last two weeks have been out of control. Yeah, it might be it might be an outlier in that fact since uh, we were we were so limited penalties wise versus the Patriots. But at the same token, I think like you said, like like we always talk about. The momentum shifting penalties that, you know, turn a third down into another set of downs, the, you know, those things that really can do a heel turn that can change the momentum of a game, you know, add points to the scoreboard that shouldn't be there. And I don't disagree at all that there are instances where the coaching could be better. Obviously, knowing the situation at the end of the half, I mean, that could have been big if it was really a tight game and we didn't get a field goal. I'm in this league, those times when you're not playing Sean Payton, which I guess he's lost his fastball. I don't know what's going on over They're there. A mess. I really, I, it's, it's honestly sad to see it not work out when you like we've always dreamed about if we get the coach and we get the quarterback, we're going to be world beaters. You're seeing what's going on in Denver and you're Well, like, they don't have the quarterback, John. I mean, Russell Wilson's horrific. Would they have one yard in the third quarter? He looked hard. I don't know. I, he does seem like a shell of himself. I don't understand. He doesn't trust the, his wide receivers. He doesn't trust himself. I don't he's know what's older going now. on there. Yeah. He, it, he's it was older. And, and honestly, bro, like he's probably lost a little bit of fire for the game as it was like probably he's sure. living pretty comfortably with the fat contract. He's got obviously a very good looking wife of his. And <laughs> well, what's there really uh, yeah, seriously? He doesn't want to hurt, hurt the moneymaker and not be able to go do the, the commercials or whatever he wants to do in the offseason. So I, I agree with that. So I think it was a conservative game plan last week. This week can't do that at all. You got to be all gas, no breaks from the jump. Would love to get the ball first, do a play action pass and get a quick first down and get the building loud and 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 on Zach's side um, from the start. You know, you do a quick three and out. They go down, oh. score a touchdown. It's, oh. it's like, oh, wait. Here we go on. again. Well, it happened yeah. last week. It did happen last week. And there was a great, great recovery by the defense who I know we picked on um them for saying oh we're the 85 bears but they it takes them it it takes a few shots that's coaching bro that's coaching that is so on the coaching staff it's not even funny it might be but 
as I mean, I've never played the level of football I played in high school. I played a little in college. I've never played pro football, obviously, but I will. There is something too, and it's the same thing with the the offensive line to a degree. I think the getting in that game flow, you need to kind of eat some punches to give some punches. And like the broadcast talked about the whole time, the depth that we have on that, uh, on that defensive line, that rotation is humongous. By the fourth quarter, you have tackle the offensive lines that the jets are facing gas, especially if they're, you know, on the field for, you know, a good majority of snaps, good time possession you're going to have guys like Bryce Huff flying off the ball. I mean, even even Solomon, he he's looking like his old self too. I mean, Al I, Woods. I really love him. Oh yeah. And, and Quentin Jefferson have been just home run signings for the Jets. Two very good decisions by Joe Douglas and you mentioned offensive lines. The Eagles offensive line is the best in the whole league. Lane Johnson has not allowed a sack. I think part of that is just due to the way that they play football and the way they roll Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. out. He kind of masks. I don't want to say masks because that would be like a bad group. The Eagles are far from a bad group. They're the best group, in my opinion, in the whole league. But the Jets defensive line will be tested this weekend. And it would be nice, John, and it would be nice if the $26 million a year man, Quinn and Williams, can show up and make a play. He's going to be yeah. facing Jason Kelsey. Uh, you can't be taken to the woodshed by Jason Kelsey if you're making that much money. No, no, not at all. And I mean, he did the sack last week was not really a sack. It no, was that sack. was not a sack. He has not had a true sack this year on a quarterback. Yep. And I think like like last year, it took some time for the defense. It was around this time when they really started to get going. I think you seen Sauce really start to lock down. He he looked great on on uh um, He's got to catch the ball. Sunday. Does got to catch the ball. Maybe he go hits the hits the jugs machine a little bit, and you know to reel one in. But I think it's going to come down to Jets defense. They show up. They can stop the tush push, the brotherly shove on those four, fourth and ones. If they can do that once, I mean that would be that. Yeah, no one has, but I know. I mean, I'm interested to see what uh, Ulbrich and uh, Sal can cook up there. Yeah, and and if the you know if Jalen Carter doesn't play, if Slay doesn't play, I mean, I think that bodes well for Zach, obviously, and the offensive line, who's been um, you know dinged up a little bit. Well, well, let me tell you this though about the Eagles and the way that they play is they haven't really looked great all year. They haven't played like a complete full game, but this team they have to like I said, bro, like. This team needs to play like they got nothing to lose like they did against Kansas City. The way that they've been playing in these games, it's not going to cut it outside of Kansas City. And another thing that you need to remember about the Eagles is, bro, 12 straight wins. I mean, how is that not bulletin board material with the Jets this week? And Robert Solomon, you can go 3-3 three and three before the bye and then have the Giants coming out of the bye. It, it, the Jets need to be extremely motivated, especially at home. It'll be probably primarily Eagles fans making the trip to MetLife Stadium. In in the Northeast, you know, tri-state area. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, this team, they have their work cut out for them this week. They really do. And if you want to make a statement to the rest of the league that you can be taken seriously, you need to back up last week's subpar performance, and you still won with a statement-defining, season-momentum-changing victory on Sunday. That's how we can take you seriously. And one more note on the Jets' defense is, look – they're a good defense. I don't think that this is an elite defense. If you look at this defense, they just don't have that X-factor, game-wrecking, game-changing player on it. I, I don't think Sauce is quite that guy yet. He needs to hang on to the ball. 
Quentin Williams is not quite the Aaron Donald, Chris Jones of, of the world. He's not. I don't care what anybody tells me. Linebackers, maybe Quincy Williams can become that guy. I think Quincy Williams. I was is, just about to say, yeah. Maybe he could. And I've been saying it all year that he's better than CJ Mosley. And honestly, after what I've seen from the last two weeks from Quincy, we need to use this guy kind of like a Micah Parsons in a sense. Bro, this guy is fast as hell off the edge. Oh my Let's God. line him up out wide and maybe get some pressure to the quarterback. Make yeah. him this. He'll probably be the spy on Jalen Hurts this week, I would think. But mm-hmm. my God, man, he is fast as hell. The Jets mm-hmm. got to use that guy as a blitzer. And we saw Jeff Ulbrich this weekend blitz a little bit more. They've been blitzing a little bit more as the season's gone on because they've been just getting killed with these quick passes all season long. Because if you just sit back on your heels and send four, they're going to get rid of the ball in a heartbeat. Like there's no, there's no rush. And eventually there'll be a guy open underneath. Send the house, man. We got these two lockdown corners on the outside. DJ Reed sauce. We need to play more man to man. And I think that we're starting to trend in that direction. Even saw sauce travel a little bit more with Cortland Sutton last week. I would love to see the same type of game plan with AJ Brown. AJ Brown is a bigger, faster body right there. It's a good matchup for sauce, obviously with those long arms and wingspan. And then you have DJ Reed, who's a little bit of a smaller guy, with Devonta Smith, who's obviously not the biggest guy in the world. We do match up pretty well on paper. My concerns with this matchup is containing Jalen Hurts, stopping the run, which we haven't been very good at this year. We haven't. Maybe with Al Woods up on, on a on a consistent basis, that does help with our run stopping, even though um, it does kind of take away from the pass rush, despite Woods getting home this weekend. And then the offense. You got to score points. All this talk with the defense doing this, and the defense doing that, standing on its head. It doesn't matter if this offense goes out there and they can't score two touchdowns on Sunday. They, they got to put up at least two touchdowns or else this game is going to be a long game with the way the mm-hmm. Eagles play football. This isn't the Chiefs where, you know, the Chiefs don't cover spreads for a reason in the NFL because they don't play that type of style where they're just going to control the clock and just drip it from pillar to post. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to reinvent the wheel over there in Kansas City and kind of play fancy because they know that they can get away with it and still win. Philly, yeah. they don't they don't play that way, man. They stick to basics. So this team I'm I'm nervous for this game, but if we show up and play our best, man, we, we've been in these games this year outside of one. There's no reason why we can't be in this game. 100, 100%, I think, from that standpoint, you know, it's really all about coming up to play from snap one, no matter who has the ball first. If they have the ball first, we have, you know, Zach's out there with the offense first, coming out to play, playing all three phases fantastically i mean you saw last week we won on the defensive side certainly special teams we looked you know give give you know no nah, he I put the know. ball on the ground try that's another thing i thank I you think for that reminding was the, me i would like to say that was the sun jet fans aspect, gotta relax jet fans gotta yeah. stop with that kid calling him like this diamond in the rough bro the guy has more fumbles than catches this year oh, and, and i appreciate right. him he winning won the us game, the game. Yeah, i understand sure. i appreciate him winning us the game but he very well could have lost us the game on sunday and Salah electing that re-kick my god was just the height of just <laughs> pure incompetence right there but yeah well, jet fans i think that's relax that's just, with that guy yeah no but i think i think that's that's Salah. That's Salah at his best. He trusts his guys, and that's horrible. No, I, know that, you don't I don't want to hit. There's no excuse for that. Like that. There's no trusting but guy. Even if you trust your guys, the kid put the ball on the going? ground twice. I actually, I've I've had a bone to pick with you about this for quite some time. Actually, let's hear it. I, it I would love to hear it. Like you, because it seems like you would love the build a Bill Belichick type coach. <laughs> or, or or like I would love Bill Belichick to be the coach. What's he, doing? he doesn't what have a quarterback. Oh, I I think there's other issues 
than just Mac Jones. Mac Jones isn't great by any stretch. And you say Bill Belichick, when Sala ever even competed in a game with Belichick where he had his team ready to play and look like a real team? Well, I think that's some inside head games. I don't understand why we weren't. Let me ask you a question. What what coaches would you rather have Sala? I'm going to give you these names here. Like we, we did this, we did this in a space actually. It was a fun exercise. There's like five coaches that I think Sal is better than in the whole league. Okay. You want me to name them? Yeah. It's it, other than like, I'll give you Josh McDaniels. I think he's better than Staley. I okay. think he's better than uh, Matt Eberflus. I think okay. he's better than who's another horrific coach, man. I'm really forgetting one. O'Connell? Do we think O'Connell? No, O'Connell's better. O'Connell's better than Salo. Salo uh, O'Connell's won the division and won. Uh, what did he win? Eleven games last year. He's way better than Salo. Stop that. Okay. Um, Sal has won just as many games in three years as some guy. McDaniel's won more games than Salo in ba- a year and a half. Basically, what I'm saying is there's no, there's no like I, I'm a rip you a new one on the sideline coach, which oh, is I, Dable which is, is what you. How's that going? They went to the playoffs last year and won a playoff game. Okay. Sustained success, I don't see it. I don't see – I bet I always beat this drum, and we talk about it off air all the time. I'm 100% certain Salah keeps people accountable on in-house. He doesn't have to rip people on the sideline. He doesn't have to embarrass these guys. And for what? I mean, you saw that great video of Michael Carter wearing uh, wearing Mackay Becton shoes and locker room these are young guys that are having fun in the league obviously winning's way more fun the same michael carter that was ready to fight the running backs coach because that's how loose of a ship sal is running anyway that's what i'm saying (laughs) oh whoa you put that one on the tee for me i'm just saying i want to be so wrong it's not even funny with this guy you think i want to have another coach come in here after all we've done is change coaches (laughs) but look every single week john it's there's something that makes your head just completely explode, whether that's 13 men on the field, the incompetence before the half, the re-kick, not going for two. It's little stuff where, and I said this, I believe, in the show on on, uh, on Tuesday, if we're in a big game, in a playoff game, rather, with Aaron Rodgers, gonna make a difference, yeah. that's going to make the difference. You can't trust this guy yet. I'm just saying, though, if, if we were – Say we were the, the 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 Carolina Panthers way podcast. If we were analyzing every game, we would have the same thing to say about whoever Joe Schmo their coaches. I don't even know. Yeah, Frank Reich. Guys. I mean, honestly, Frank oh, Reich's Frank not looking. Reich. He's not looking too good. I mean, he started off well, and I also think part of the problem in Carolina is the owner is just way too involved. Mm-hmm. That's that. I think that's the Achilles heel of that team because I really don't think that. Reich wanted to draft Bryce Young either. I think that the owner was like, I love Bryce Young. Let's go up and get him at all costs. So then he lines up behind the guard and you're like, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a mess over there. I mean, look, terrible ownership is certainly an issue here as well. If we really want to get into it, Woody is pretty terrible. That's why I don't want to give her to Joe Douglas because who around the league is going to want to work with this guy? No, no one of sane mind. So. So all I'm saying is I think that if we were if we were to analyze every coach the same way we analyze this team, it would be we would yield similar results where we're like, really, that's what you did there. That's what you we would nitpick all day long and be like, why aren't you kind of you know ruling a little bit stronger with a, a little bit more of an iron fist? So I think I think a good is, coach has us at three and two right now. Yeah. Okay. We beat the Patriots. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But 
I don't, but who knows in the grand scheme of things is that is, I mean, we were there. What, what more could, what were they doing wrong? What were they limiting themselves to? Was it just simply, we don't want to lose this game, but they so always, we're not going to go and try yep. to win this game? They always that- play very timid against Belichick. They're the only team in the league that nowadays is still like timid and afraid to play Bill Belichick. Every other, the allure and the lust of Bill Belichick has worn off around the entire league, but oh the God. Jets still just show up so timid and play way too tight against a terrible Patriot team. And that's coaching. And the, the game plan indicated that 100%. If they had the same game plan against the Chiefs, against the Patriots, they beat them by by two scores minimum. That's, yeah. the, that's the discrepancy in skill. And you have to put that on the coaching staff right there because, look, man, the, they need to start winning. That's why a game like this can really change the tide for this coaching staff and get people like myself believing in them. They go out there and beat the Eagles this weekend. My God, that's a job well done with Zach Wilson as your quarterback. Oh, yeah, 100%. I need to see it first, though. Yep, and hopefully we do come Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you think? like? The four o'clock start? You like that four o'clock start? I kind of do. I mean, I... I'm getting used to it a little bit, having a lot yeah. more of the day before the games. I, you know what though? It's and it, and it doesn't ruin your entire day if they lose. You know <laughs> what? It just ruins my night. Prop. But I hate the sun. I hate the night games because, dude, I couldn't sleep after that Chiefs game. Man, I was just thinking about it the whole night. Um, and even that Bills game, I was just thinking about Rogers being done for the year. That was. As low as it can possibly get. I I don't think I can get to a lower place with fandom than no, losing Rogers for the full season. Yeah. Which, by the way, you think Rogers plays again this year? Um, if if we're in the hunt, week fifteen, maybe. 15, I mean, bro, that's so early. I don't I don't think he's playing again this year. I think he's telling himself he's playing again this year just to get through it. He's already picking up marbles with his feet. I mean, that's I know. pretty impressive. I, I, I don't. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, but like, dude, yeah. let's let's be honest. The offensive line. He's a 40 year old man coming off an Achilles. I don't see it. I would love for him. I to wouldn't come back. do it if it was I, my my Achilles. I wouldn't do that. How is? It? I, I just don't see it. Like, I think he's just telling himself that to get through. And I think he's trying to instill some type of belief in the team. That maybe yeah. he can come back and they got it. And obviously, if he were to come back by some miracle, he has to be coming back to something. Maybe deep <laughs> down, Rodgers knows that, you know, probably not. This team's probably not going to the playoffs. They should be in the hunt, by the way, in December. That's the look, this team, there's no gray area. I don't care who's playing quarterback. They better be in the hunt in December. If my season's over in the next three weeks here, there's going to be some heads that need to roll as a consequence. But still. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you look ahead, you look the Giants, I, I mean, the Chargers. Uh, that giant game is not a slam dunk if Daniel Jones, Andrew Thomas, and Saquon Barkley are playing for the Giants. Uh, the Jet fans, 100%. the mu- the mushes are going to come out and about. For the, I'm very scared of that game. Yeah, no, I, I am too. I mean, then you got the you got Texans, Browns. Maybe the command the the Browns are out of it by the by late December. They don't want to play anybody. Yes, I mean, no, I I agree with you. I do. Yeah. It, it does soften up a little bit, but still, I'm not sure if, if Rodgers has come back. I would personally, and and I see all the Jet fans are like, no, we're not doing that. If Kirk Cousins generally wants to come play for the Jets and they agree on a trade, by all means, bring him in, bring him in. You, that would be the you, best we've seen in in eight in ever. Yeah, have you seen uh, the quarterback uh, show on Netflix with with him? Can't say I have. You should go check it out. It's interesting, but you know the getting to know the man a little bit behind um, behind who we see on the field and all the you know Kirk go chains and that that you know you like that, but he doesn't seem like you like 
exchange, so I don't think he wants to go anywhere. But um, you know, I don't know. He can I get really a huge payday. Dream. If he comes here and if plays he, in some big games and plays well, man, he's going to get himself a nice check at the end of the year from somebody, and even oh, yeah, check that he's already he's, getting. Yeah, because then he debunks the whole he can't play in prime time, and exactly. That's that's the thought. Yeah, uh, I haven't haven't checked it out. I saw Reptile on Netflix, by the way. Go check it out if you haven't already. Reptile. Good. Is it just reptiles? What is that? No, it has nothing to do with actual reptiles. It's like it's like one of those. Um, I don't want to spoil the plot too much. It's a murder mystery, let's just say, and uh, it takes some twists that you do not foresee coming. That's all I will leave it at. All (laughs) I will leave it at. Go check it out. Uh, if you have it at home, it's a good. It's a good watch. Um, <laughs> sounds good it is it is it's very good i think it's on the netflix top 10 too but that's neither here nor there bro do you expect let's see here jets win this game you know <laughs> i said that um i said zach wilson will prove people wrong during the chiefs game i think i was correct on that i think that he we played pretty see, well he proved people wrong i think we will see the Jets be kind of reaffirmed as a team that if they had Rodgers, we would have the ceiling, the the sky was the limit. Yeah. So thanks for reminding me. That doesn't that doesn't mean they're gonna win or lose. I just think that it's gonna be a tight game. And you know, a few few things go our way, a few things don't go their way, and we could win for sure. Look, win or lose, man. Uh obviously I'd prefer winning. Don't get it wrong. If if these things don't happen and the team still wins by all means that's great as well but two things i want to say can't see zach make the killer mistake there's no fumbling with the game on the line there's no interceptions with the game on the line there is none of that no killer mistakes here to change the game and i want to see a fast start man i need to see this team ready on all cylinders out of the gate just one time for the one time and you know what even if they lose i'll probably still be yelling about something but at least there's a couple less things for me to be yelling about on uh, on Monday when we recap this thing. For sure. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for tonight's episode of the Jets Way podcast. Please leave us that five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. follow, subscribe, and we will talk to everyone on Monday, hopefully talking about another win, but it is a long shot, but we'll see what happens. As always, go Jets. Go Jets.